Hi, everyone. Mitch from PickDogs.com here with Chris Ruffalo. It is Monday, August 22nd, 2022. We are just a few days away from college football and, of course, uh, Major League Baseball. Um, still actually exciting this year. Um, a lot of, a lot still to be decided. And um, I think even the stuff that has been decided looks like it could be interesting down the stretch. How you doing today, Chris? I'm doing all right. Got my uh, got my uh, my gear anti Garrett Cole fan club started. So I had a nice little powwow yesterday and got uh, yeah. I, I I saw his antics yesterday and I, I went on a tirade, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> well, you had a lot to cheer about in New York with uh, Garrett Cole and then uh, of course Daniel Jones. I saw your tweet about him. He stinks. <laughs> Terrible. But, um... Do you think Tyrod Taylor at any point takes over for him? Um... I think... I think it's a possibility. I think it's a possibility. Nothing safe in New York. Man, it is uh, it's a tough crowd. A lot of points in that game, though. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm excited for college football to start. Got a bunch of games on the schedule this week. And um, I know other sites doing previews and videos and whatever, stuff like that. But uh, we're going to just stay the course and do what we do. And um, let them fail miserably on their own. Um, account and, uh, just sit back and continue to do what we do. We know that you know they they do what they do to try and get a jump on us, and it never seems to work. So, um, good luck with it. or bad luck with it. Anything else you notice going on? Anything exciting? Yeah, just the Baltimore Ravens continuing that uh, that preseason dominance and. Uh, it's one of those, it, they, they'll obviously have to try to carry it over to the regular season, but, you know, they've had good seasons and bad seasons after a strong preseason. So, I don't know. I want to see how that uh, how that receiving core shakes out in Baltimore after getting rid of Hollywood Brown. Yeah, they don't really have much on paper, but, you know, anyone that could play at the NFL level um, can certainly play. So, never too surprised about any of that stuff. Anything uh, surprising about baseball? It's like we look at the... American League in the wild card just so close. The loss column between first place and, you know, fifth place, just really a game or two in the loss column these days. And, um, you know, even, you know, the Yankees, like you said, you know, kind of look to be runaway winners. And now, you know, they probably still win the division, but is this the way you want to go into the postseason? Or do you yeah, think, you know, they're just getting it out of their system? I think it's almost just like for me they were they were in cruise control. They they, they they know where they are. It's almost like what we would always say about the Los Angeles Lakers. They're all, they're just worried about making the postseason and then they'll kind of do what they do from there. And I, for me, I still stand by my thought that the, the AL goes through Houston. You know, I think you've said that before. I think I'm, I'm on board with that as well. That you know, I think the, the Astros just with that pitching staff and 
experience of a team to beat. And uh, yeah, I look at the wild card races. Just for me, it's it's more surprising that just teams that are in the mix. If you had told me at the beginning of the season that they would be in the mix, I maybe would have would have doubted it a little bit, or at least a couple of months ago. But you know, the Mariners in there, the Baltimore Orioles in there, despite trading away guys like Trey Mancini, and it's you know they're still pushing on. So yeah, it's a great wild card race, and. I'm, kind of interested to see it's not as close in the national league but maybe a team like the giants try to make a push late i don't know i think what you have here in the national league is um you know it it's it just seems that the phillies and padres are just looking for a place to lay down you know it's just i I could see that it's not that both those both those teams make the postseason i'd be shocked you know at this point so Anyways, lots of good stuff, but we've got a small card of games today, but a card nonetheless. We start off with NFL football, the last preseason game of the weekend, and, um, you know, they really stretched it out, and one of the advantages of the way that they do it now with preseason kind of ending a couple of weeks before the regular season is, you know, they they stretch out these games over the course of a bunch of days. And then next week they do the same. It used to be everybody ended the preseason, like on the Friday before, you know, when there was four games and then, you know, they had all, everyone had about the same amount of time off, but um, the way they do it now, it's like, you know, they kind of can spread it out. It doesn't make much of a difference, but we got the J E T S jets, jets, jets up against the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Marcus Mariota, the new starter for the uh, Falcons and, of course, uh, the Jets in pro- in trouble again at quarterback. Nothing new there. Yeah, obviously the question marks about Zach Wilson. Now you have to wonder if maybe Joe Flacco is going to be back to being the guy for the New York Jets. Uh, and I think we're going to see a healthy dose of Mike White and Chris Strebler here. And, you know, as far as the Falcons go, it's hard for me to lay points with the Falcons when they've only won two of their last 18 preseason games. And from what I was reading about the, the Falcons and Jets running joint practices, Marcus Mariota was still having trouble against the first string defense for the Jets in the practices. I know two completely different things playing it at game speed, but I think it's just going to be an ugly game. I think it's going to be, you know, it's going to struggle to get to 30, let alone 38, 39, where this total is sitting in different places. So I'm gonna, I think I like the under 39. I think it's first to 17 wins this game. I'm with you. I like the Jets' defense a lot, and I do think that that um, Jets' offense is inept. So uh, against that Falcons, um, you know, defense, uh, not going to matter much. I just don't see a lot of points. I think a lot of mucking around and a lot of mistakes. I'm with you there. But um, we go to Major League Baseball action. Some pretty interesting stuff now. You know, it's like we look at these series, and it's like, man, 40 games left to go. And um, a lot to be ex- um, decided. So even the meaningless games are meaningful. And this one, the Sox and the Royals, um, meaningful with the Sox being rained out yesterday. The Twins um, really struggling against the Rangers. And, uh, you know, the Guardians not being able to you know, gain another game on the White Sox. And actually on Saturday, it was the, uh, you know, it was the White Sox getting the win. So, you know, anything but it's far from settled. Then you got the Yankees and the Mets. You know, and 
the Mets now with the, you know four games to the better of the Yankees, five in the win column, four in the loss column, better than the Yankees. And um, then you got the Phillies and the Reds and, you know, Luis Sessa. Oof, you know, it's, it's bad. And, you know, Noah Syndergaard, it's bad. It's a bad one. Four and six, both these teams in their last ten. Way to make that playoff push, Phillies. Um, what do you think, Chris? <laughs> yeah, I think the Phillies are, are going to be the team that falters out. We mentioned it earlier about the Braves and Phillies. I think the Phillies are going to be the ones to bow out. But uh, I, I like the uh, the under. Actually, I like a pair of unders in these in this time slot. I like the under between the White Sox and uh, and Royals. Daniel Lynch. Um, a zero ERA and two starts against the White Sox this season. I'm not sure that continues here, but uh, I don't think he's going to get much run support from the Royals, who have had issues with Michael Kopech this season. I think it's just going to be a lower scoring game. I think it's four to three at the very best, whichever way you have it going. So give me the under eight and a half in that one. I'm going to take the under seven and a half in the Mets and Yankees. Saw Max Scherzer's last start didn't pitch as bad as as uh, as that line would indicate. He was charged with four earned runs, but. Left the game with a couple inherited runners on base and the, and the bullpen just and let them score. So that's why Scherzer got tagged like that. But I think he's going to have another solid start here against the Yankees. His last two starts against the Yankees, just one run allowed in 14 innings of work. And Domingo Herman, a pitcher, you know, he's really seemed to get better after every start. The workload's increasing. And I think this is a, a low scoring battle as well. So give me the under seven and a half there. Yeah, I think that, um, you know, for me, it's it's the Yankees plus a run and a half here. And um, as much as I think the Mets have the edge in this series, this game and all that stuff, and, you know, it's the way that it all laid out for them. With, you know, Scherzer going today, DeGrom going tomorrow for the Metropolitans. Um, the Yankees are 20-0 and 0 on the run line. It's run line dogs. 20-0. and 0. So, um, you know, regardless, at home, they're going to be a tough out against the Mets. I think, you know, this is it, you know the Mets so expect the Yankees to show up in this one I like them plus the one and a half um, I like it a lot because that's what the betting tools tell me I like the over in the Reds Phillies game and I can't believe it's it's dropped can't believe it speaking of overs we got the Braves and the Pirates we got the Twins and the Rangers and the Rays and the Angels. Man, I'm already looking at tomorrow's game. The Rangers going to Coors Field um, after this one. <laughs> is that is there a total for that one yet? I think it's got to be around 12 and a half with Marquez on the other side. Yeah, I'm not sure what it is. But, um, yeah. Probably go with the over there. But... Uh, now, for me here, I'm going to lean towards the Pittsburgh Pirates plus one and a half. I know the Braves playing you know, far better baseball this season, and they are the better team without a doubt. But they're coming off of a couple of, you know, high-energy series. You know, they, they, they played the Mets tough in three games. They played the Astros tough in three games. And now you got to drop down to play the Pirates, you know, uh, right after that. And Ryan C. Contreras, not a bad starter for the Pittsburgh Pirates. And I'm just not a fan of trying to lay a run line or chase this price with Jake Odorizzi, who hasn't really been that good since joining the Braves at the trade deadline. So it's it's not a strong play, but I'll lean towards the uh, the Pirates plus one and a half. And uh, I'll go with the Tampa Bay Rays on the run line as well. I think Jeffrey Springs, the unsung hero of this, uh, this Rays pitching staff, along with Drew Rasmus and just two of the better options that aren't maybe the biggest names in baseball on the mound, but 
Jeffrey Springs pitching really well. And it's going to take more than one good start for Tucker Davidson for me to really believe in this guy back in the Angels long term. I know the Angels with Otani and Trout at this kind of plus money is tempting, but I'm taking the Rays on the run line here. Yeah, I'm going to go with the. Um, I'm going to go with the um, Rangers on the run line here against the uh, Twins once again. The Twins just stinking it up on the run line here, and uh, I, the Rangers really. Get it, kind of getting the best of the series anyway, so why not? And I'm with the on the Rays. I've been fading the Angels for several years now, so no reason to stop now. Got the got the Cubs and the Cardinals. Got the A's and the Marlins, and the Dodgers and the Brewers. Chris. Yeah, I mentioned one of the videos yesterday that, you know, that would update this if we caught an update on the morning show. I saw different reports for this Miami game that I saw Edward Cabrera in some spots. I saw Pablo Lopez. Lopez going tomorrow. So with uh, with Edward Cabrera starting today, I like the Miami Marlins. He's just pitched absolutely, absolutely fantastic in his last three starts. Hasn't allowed an earned run. And I don't expect that to change against an Oakland team that, yeah, stuck stood up and uh, played well against the Seattle Mariners, but Adam Aller has just been a dumpster fire for much of this season. Don't always love laying juice with Miami on the road, but I think it's justified in this spot. And I'm going to go with the under eight and a half between the Cardinals and Cubs. I just think it's going to be a low scoring game. Jordan Montgomery's pitched really well since joining the Cardinals and uh, Drew Smiley's going to give up his fair share, but I just don't, don't see it get, getting to uh to eight and a half. So give me the under eight and a half Cardinals Cubs. Yeah. I, I think it's probably going to be, Fairly low scoring in that one, but I think the the better under is the Dodgers Brewers, and I'm with you on the Marlins A's, and I think that one stays under also. I think even with Aller out there, I think it still stays under. Anyways, quick show today. It's parlays. It's <laughs> small card, but you know it's still a good one. I, I'm gonna go with the Miami Marlins, uh, the Tampa Bay Rays on the run line, and uh, the under eight and a half Royals White Sox. Yankees run line. Rangers run line, Rays run line. This is Mitch. Thanks for joining me. us. Chris and I, we're going to do a combo premium VIP show today. We'll see you guys tomorrow. We'll have a full slate of Major League Baseball as we get closer and closer to college football season.